Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Tent Makers Podcast, where our aim is to make and grow disciples by magnifying the Lord and providing clear explanations of His Word. What you need to know is that salvation is by faith and faith alone in Jesus Christ. And faith alone in Jesus Christ is preceded and followed by repentance. A turning away from sin, a hatred for the things that God hates and a love for the things that God loves. A growing in holiness and a desire not to be like Britney Spears, not to be like the world, and not to be like the great majority of American Christians, but to be like Jesus Christ. I don't know why you're clapping, I'm talking about you. God does not need you, and He's going to prove it one day because you're going to die and the world's going to keep on spinning at the same rate it was before you were here, and somebody's going to get all your stuff. I mean, this is what's wrong with the Christian church today. We don't know who God is, and we don't know who we are. All right, guys, welcome back to the Tent Makers Podcast. Uh, I am Steven, and it's been a while, but I'm here with my co-host, Peyton and Summit. Hello. Peyton, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Just loving this uh, break that we got with the weather and just enjoying life in general. Yeah, if you guys don't know, if you're not from Oklahoma, it is snowing and has been snowing all day, and it's nice. Summit, how are you? I'm fantastic. I'm loving this snow. Um, I have like a 40-yard walk between my church office where I'm at now and the house. And so I, I guess I wasn't loving it there for about 40 yards. But uh, <laughs> hey, it got us an opportunity to stay in and uh, chill out all day. So it's been nice. It has been really nice. Um, Stephen, tell trying to stay yourself. warm, stay inside. About myself? Well, yeah. I was born... Uh, March 20th. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's been good. It's been good. Um, just hung out, watched a couple episodes of the Book of Boba Fett, read, um, and that's really about it. Um, but yeah. Nice. What's been going on in your lives? It's been a while since they've heard from us. Yeah, so uh, nothing really has changed much. Um, still just navigating through being married, um, living with another person and trying to figure out how to best, um, lead her both as a husband and just everyday life. And also just spiritually, um, what my role is, um, and just ministering to her, leading her through the word, um, through different random hardships, um, that we encounter throughout, just living everyday life. Um, but that's pretty much all. I mean, I don't really, not much has changed. You also opened a business. Sorry. Oh yeah. I over, I talked over you. I forgot. We, we, <laughs> we did open, a, we did open a business. Um, I actually kind of forgot about that. So for those of you that don't know, my wife is an avid coffee drinker. Um, and I guess now I kind of am too. Didn't drink coffee until I started dating her. And so you can see kind of 
um, the ripple effect of that. But she's always had a love for coffee. She was a barista for seven-ish years, um, most of high school, on and off while she was in college. And so um, just taking that love for coffee, um, she wanted. she's always wanted to do make, have her own uh, coffee shop, but we figured this would be an easier step to go with. And so we started a coffee catering company called the Perfect Blend Catering, or the Perfect Blend Coffee is what it's called. I guess the legal name is like the Perfect Blend Catering Company or something like that. But um, the Perfect Blend Coffee, where we will go do events such as weddings, business meetings, um, birthday parties, church events. So like one of our, we're actually doing one next week at a local church. And then we have another one at another local church. Um, well, I guess the other one's not really nice. that local, but at the <laughs> end of the month. And so that's kind of the idea behind it, where we just bring our big old espresso machine and we just make coffee. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely not qualified um, to do it, but I can definitely scoop some ice and I can... <laughs> Pour, <laughs> put some uh, syrups in. That's that's about hey. the extent of my experience and my abilities. That's the entryway to becoming a great barista, though. I'll tell you that much. If you can learn how to scoop ice and, and pump some syrup efficiently, you can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Summit, what's been going on in your life? Let's see. Still in school. Um getting my undergrad degree. Uh, I'm on, on track to graduate in December. So, uh, so is Jolie as well. And as a matter of fact, so are you, Steven. Um, that's <laughs> true. I am. <laughs> that's, that's for you to talk about, I guess. Um, yeah. So still in school, uh, I would say I'm enjoying it, but, uh, lying is a sin. So I won't, um, <laughs> But I'm managing, I'm managing through that. Still, I'm working as well. Um, I'm a barista there in in Tahlequah. Um, And then Jolie and I are still doing ministry, of course, here at the church, just serving and um, being stewards of the gifts that the Lord has given us. So that's that's it. That's it for now. What about you, Stephen? Good. Um... Well, as you mentioned, I have went back to college, and I'm on track to graduate in December um, to hopefully go to seminary somewhere. Um, looking to move to Utah. Not looking to. I am moving to Utah um, at the end of this year. Um, if you guys want to stay up with that, go follow our Facebook page, Serving with the Suitors. But we also, I guess this is big news. I also have a baby on the way yeah. <laughs> coming in July. It's fantastic. So um, lots awesome. of exciting things this year. I'll have a baby move to another state for ministry and graduate college all in the same year. That's awesome. It's a fun year. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so back to the podcast and, and things going on. Uh, side note, our podcast has reached over a thousand listens. So listens, views, are they considered <laughs> listens when it's a podcast? I don't know. 
Hey, That's what it I doesn't call matter. It. It's a thousand. It's a milestone. That's right. <laughs> it is a milestone. And you know what? Our next milestone is one point one thousand, and we're we're right about there. So that's true. That's true. Um, but um, let's talk about our topic. Introduce our topic. Um, this is a little bit different than what we normally do, um, but I, uh, we hope that it's still edifying. Um, we've kind of not necessarily rebranded, but revamped what we're doing. Um, so now we still have Tent Makers Podcast. That's not going away. But is it, that is now a subset of Tent Makers Ministries. Um, yeah. If you follow us on social media and things like that, you notice that we changed our name uh, to Tent Makers Ministries and uh, posted about it earlier today. We're recording this on um, Thursday, so uh, yeah. Man, it's exciting. That was hard to do. But that's what this like was it like, really? Yeah. Well, to change our name like emotionally was. <laughs> difficult i was attached to oh it was podcast. Yeah. and the first time i yeah. like, went well, to facebook yeah. settings and changed it to tent makers ministries it was like man we have to redo just no totally undo everything we just did this isn't right <laughs> yeah but no I'm yeah used it to was it slowly yeah i i like the way it's going uh but it was sad because that's the podcast is what obviously started it all so right. um, that's why we're doing this episode or that's what we're doing this episode about. The reason we're doing this episode um, is to let you guys know like our vision and reason why it's now Tent Makers Ministries, um, why we're going in that direction. Um, so when you guys want to hop on there and kind of explain what Tent Makers Ministries like, I guess, mission statement or just kind of what the reason we're going to do it, what we do is. Sure. Why don't you go ahead and take that one, Summit? Yeah. Okay. So, well, from the start, um, and you can find out more about the background of tent makers as a whole if you go to our website. Um, we we have kind of some stuff talking about the history of it and kind of the heart of tent makers under the podcast tab because that's where it all started. As Stephen said, is with the podcast. Really, it started when Stephen came up to me, a guy who. He didn't really know much at the time and said, hey, do you want to do a podcast? And <laughs> and then it went from there. We sat down to record one day and we didn't even know what name we were going to choose. Um, like we were five minutes from recording and we were like trying to pick a name. So it kind of started out um, a little chaotic, but we're here where we are now and we're really excited to see where things are going. Um, from the beginning, we've had kind of this this primary goal that kind of sits at the forefront of all that we put out and that's to make disciples um, and grow disciples really uh, by magnifying Mm -hmm. God, by making God appear uh, glorious as he is. Uh, We want to take the word of God and the glory of God and the gospel of God to the nations. And so our goal is to do that really through any means possible. Um, And so expanding tent makers from just a podcast into something that is much more is going to allow us to kind of pursue different avenues of taking the gospel to the nations and glorifying God in that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, that that definitely does. Um, Yeah. Um, So in all of that, Summit mentioned our new website, um, something that we worked on briefly. It'll We'll continue to update it as we go, but we actually have our own domain now, um, tentmakersministries.com. Um, feel yes. free to check that out at any point, but 
so with that being said, it's much more than just a website. What will Tent Makers Ministries consist of? Um, obviously, we'll have the podcast. Um, we'll have articles. Uh, I think some it's written three. That are yeah, I have three right up now. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So um, some it's written some. I've written one. Uh, Peyton's got some in the works. Um, we'll have some other people get on there and write as well. Uh, but we'll have that. Um, something else that we want to expand into was uh, an idea of Peyton, so I'll let him talk about it. But uh, why don't you explain that? Yeah, so another part of what ministries will, um, Lord willing, become is just providing different kinds of resources um, for you guys to kind of um, help you, to train you, to basically go out and share the gospel and live the gospel out in your lives. And one of the ways we're going to do that is by doing training videos um, where we will teach through different kinds of methods that we know on how to share the gospel, um, such as Three Circles, Romans Road, and things like that, but also to just do, um, maybe there's certain <clears throat> other things such as like, um, I don't know, I don't know why I'm blanking, but like, maybe <laughs> okay. just evangelism, evangelism in general, um, maybe even talking about through our experiences, um, or even just differences between um, the Christian faith and other religious faiths mm -hmm. that are out there. Um, mm. yeah. And really yeah. just providing with you guys as much information as we can, because um, we are just three 20-something dudes um, that are just seeking out opportunities to grow our faith and to help others that may be in the same boat as us. Um, and so hopefully with this whole revamping, um, for you Southern Baptist, this revival, I guess you could say, <laughs> um, we don't necessarily like to use that word a whole lot, but, um, hopefully this will be something that, um, encourages you and really, if, if anything else provide you with not an excuse of not knowing what to do. Right. Um, so I think that was just more or less the vision of it. Yeah, we're we're really convicted by uh, the truth from the Word of God that we ought to be going out actively and, and making disciples, and um, and so we are super fond of this idea that Peyton presented to us about. And I say we, <laughs> I mean Stephen and I really like Peyton's idea of. <laughs> Providing <laughs> yeah, we do. these training resources for uh, for sharing the gospel, because I think we can get so caught up. And this time when I say we, I mean human beings, or specifically Christians, but we can get so caught up in, <laughs> in thinking that it's just so difficult to go out and like, what does it mean to make a disciple? Uh, like, that seems impossible. And for us, it is, but with God, nothing's impossible. Um we know that the power of God unto salvation is the gospel itself. So if we know the gospel, which uh, as a Christian, you know the gospel. If you don't know the gospel, you're not a Christian. Um, so so with the gospel, we, we, we go and we take that and we teach it to others. And so these training videos, I think, 
are going to be very helpful in really just practically equipping believers with methods that may make it a little bit easier to share the gospel. It'll never be comfortable, um, and the gospel will always be complex. But some of these methods, like Peyton talked about, um, like the three circles. I love the three circles or the Romans road. Um, These things are great tools for equipping believers to go out and share. So we're excited about that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. We're all excited. Um, one of the other things we're going to be adding um, soon to the to the website is uh, a slot or a spot for um, book reviews and recommendations. Um, we, uh, the tent makers, we love reading. We love reading good um, books, good theology books. Um, so one thing that we want to do is is give you guys a, a spot to go see what. Um, we thought about books not because we're super smart or anything, because we're not, but um, just to kind of see what you're getting into with a book and what we thought about it and, and fun stuff like that. Um, and also to give y'all a chance to recommend books to us would also be yeah. another yeah. facet of it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking of books, I I just want to ask real quick, what are you guys reading right now? I wanted to talk about that at the beginning and... I don't think we ever got around to it. Um, what what's in your guys' hands at the moment? Um, at the moment, a water bottle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. What I'm what I'm reading is uh, Stephen Lawson's new book uh, called "To Preach." Um, it is fantastic. I just finished chapter two. I started it uh, started the other day, but I really um, started reading it today. Um, it's really good. Uh, I, I love the way he writes. Um, obviously, Stephen Lawson is a a very good preacher himself uh so uh what he says holds holds weight um it's not gospel obviously but he's uh he's a good writer he's wise um somebody to learn from awesome peyton what are you reading through yeah i'm uh well i mean i'm reading through the bible i guess you could say (laughs) that's Um, a good one we don't do that around here (laughs) (laughs) no i'm actually reading um, through the the knowledge of the holy by A. W. Tozer, um, which is a book basically just about the different attributes of God, um, and then just magnifying them and putting them in the position that God puts them in. But then I'm also taking a guys group through uh, Radical by David Platt, and so I guess I'm kind of reading two books at the same time, but the radical one I've read multiple times. So it's not anything new, but the knowledge of the Holy is definitely a book that I highly recommend to anybody. It's also small. Mm-hmm. Grant, I say small. I mean, it's a hundred pages. If a hundred pages is big to you, then um, I guess it's big, but I think it's small. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I was actually nice. just talking with uh, a friend last night and uh, we were talking about how neither of us have actually read radical um, which is kind of funny because it boomed there for a while. And I feel like every person, regardless of like theologically what they believe, they've read Radical by David Platt. So <laughs> something I need to read. I have it on my bookshelf. I just haven't read it. That was one of the really? first theological books that I think I ever really read through. It was very good. Yeah, it, it never read it. We'll always hold that spot in my heart. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> All right, Summit, what are you reading right now? 
Um, so currently, well, I'll start with some of the, I've recently finished a few books, um, and I'll just mention a couple of them. The latest one was Rejoice and Tremble by Michael Reeves. Um, that one is, well, first of all, it's just, I mean, it's got a beautiful book cover. Like I'm a sucker for like pretty books, but (laughs) that's true. (laughs) Uh, so, so that kind of drew me in, but no, the book itself is on the topic of the fear of the Lord. And it's, uh, it's just very good. It's a very good read for growing in your understanding of, of God and who he is as both creator and as father. Um, very good book. I also read an Andrew Peterson book called The God of the Garden. Um, that one was so unique, and I loved it so much. Um, I think I actually posted about it like a few weeks ago. It's how much I liked it. But those are two very good books. I highly recommend reading either of them. Currently, I'm reading Kevin DeYoung, um, and it's his book on the Ten Commandments. It's called The Ten Commandments, What They Mean, Why They Matter, and Why We Should Obey Them. And so that's pretty cool. Yeah. I've been enjoying it and just kind of taking my time with it throughout this week. But yeah, yep, that's me. I just finished listening to an audiobook book uh, written by Kevin DeYoung, The Hole in Our Holiness. Oh, and my yeah. favorite book so far, I think it's still my favorite book, yeah, is by Kevin DeYoung, uh, Just Do Something. It had a very <laughs> big impact on my life. I think, I think we all read it around the same time, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. I know Peyton and I did. Yeah, I mean, I, I know me and Stephen definitely did. But hopefully soon we'll have a spot on our website for places for, for uh, stuff that like that that we can write and talk about. Um, so, with all this new stuff coming, how can people be involved in Tent Makers Ministries? Um, obviously, you guys can listen to the podcast. That's uh, fantastic. We. Uh, love when people listen to it, not because of big numbers, but um, because uh, we are sharing the gospel and edifying believers, hopefully. Um, but on top of that, um, for the podcast, you can uh, email us topics, um, things like that. We can consider doing them. Um, give us feedback on episodes. Um, maybe send in questions, and we'll we'll talk about them and go through them. Um, how can they get involved on articles? One of you guys. I'll talk about it. Um, so yeah, another way you guys can get involved um, in Tent Makers Ministries and kind of be a part of what we are attempting to do is to really just, I mean, read articles, um, read the articles that we put out. Uh, and I guess more more than just reading them, you can give us feedback on them. One of the big things that you'll hear us say over and over again is that we love your feedback. Um, so that could be, you know, suggestions on things you maybe would change or do differently or things that you agree or disagree with, but feedback also can include um, just general comments you guys have or connections that you make, theological things, um, and just neat stuff that you find. We love to hear from you guys. Um, one thing that we want to see happen with our kind of our, our library online of articles is we want to see um, not just us up on there. We want 
want to have many right. people kind of featured in this tent makers article library. So we have a few people who we are pretty certain would love to uh, write and kind of be a part of that and have some work put up there. And so one thing that you can do is um, maybe direct us to others or send in articles yourself that you um, have written or think are, think are edifying to the believer. And we would love to talk about that and see what we can do to get those up there. So that's what you can do in terms of articles. Peyton, do you want to talk about what else people can do to get involved in tent makers? Yeah. Well, and also to kind of piggyback on what um, you just said, um, just as a disclaimer or warning, um, just because you send us an article or something doesn't necessarily mean that it will get posted. It will def- most definitely get looked at. Um, it's not just right. going to go by the wayside, but we do have preferences, whether that be doctrinal or theological um, but it could also just mean leading us to um, different conversations with you um, and reaching out and just sitting and talking or maybe even just it could also lead to bringing you on our podcast to talk about the differences on our perspectives um, over different things. So I just wanted to also uh, make sure that was a disclaimer. But yeah, I mean, you can also to get more involved with us, pray. I mean, it's not necessarily a direct um, way to get involved. It's more or less indirect. And if anything, it will be one of those things that will definitely encourage us. Um, it will spur us on to keep doing what we're doing um, for the sake of the gospel. Um, for the sake of mm, yeah. people coming to faith, for the sake of the harvest. Um, we, I think I can speak for all of us that we proclaim to be laborers in the harvest. And this is just another way that we, um, another means that we do that. And so just praying for us as we navigate through this, as we try to get more consistent as we try to bring as many resources as we can that we know of um, and that we've done ourselves um, to you guys to put out content um, and also do it in a way that is edifying and encouraging um, or even challenging um, for you guys. And so just praying for us goes a long, long, long way. Um, even more so than what you will probably hear of or get a response yeah. from. And so, um, mm-hmm. and through through all of this, just being involved will encourage us. Um, so, those are the many different ways that you guys can get involved. And who knows, maybe later on, um, Lord willing, there'll be different ways that you guys can get involved as well. Yeah. But as of right now, those are the different things that we kind of have thought of, have going. Um, We're very interactive. We're very personal. And so there's not anybody that we're going to just turn away for no reason. And so, Mm. yeah, if you just reach out to us, like we're just a couple of guys, we don't claim to know everything. (laughs) At least I don't. No, Uh, no. 
but just reaching out, having conversations, maybe even if you're close enough, getting coffee. Like we all love coffee. And so it's true. Just going and reaching out and doing that will be something very joyous for us to do. Yeah. Yeah. So as we bring this to a close, this episode to a close, um, we've talked about the articles and everything, but, uh, Summit, why don't you briefly talk about um, your most recent article that you wrote? I think you uploaded it today or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Was it today? I think it was this morning. Either way, this morning or okay. last night. So you uploaded this morning. Why don't you why don't you briefly talk about it without spoiling it, uh, but just kind of give them a little taste of what it is. Yeah, sure. Um, okay, so I did upload it last night. Um, I posted about it this morning, though, so. This article was called The Need of the Night Traveler. And so this is really just kind of um, an application that can be drawn from this famous dialogue between uh, Jesus Christ and a man named Nicodemus that we see in John chapter 3. And, you know, kind of like Stephen said, without spoiling it, I'll just, I'll go ahead and tell you, this is really about the need of Nicodemus. Um, yeah, there are a lot of, I guess, a lot of different conversations that can come up when we look at this passage of scripture in John three, in this conversation between the two. But, um, I kind of wanted to look at it in, in a different way and maybe not talk so much about the, uh, various kinds of conversations or disagreements that people have on this passage, but talk about really kind of Jesus's response, his direct response to Nicodemus. And that points us, I think, ultimately to his greatest need, which is to be born again. So that's the gist of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I, uh, I read it this morning whenever you posted about it. So with that being said, um, go check out our website, um, tentmakersministries.com. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, give us some feedback. Um, check out our social medias, uh, all of them Tent Makers Ministries now, um, and stay up to date with us, uh, guys. You got anything else you want to say before we head out? I'm good. Oh, I mean, I think we've said all that we've needed to say. Oh, all right. Well, uh, if that's <laughs> the case, um, I'm Stephen. These are my co uh, co-hosts, and we'll see you later, alligator. <laughs>